Thanks for joining us today and welcome to Activate Your Health. I'm Josh. And I'm Kayla. And we're back again to discuss all things health here in Allen County. Today we're going to be diving into downtown Lima. There are so many new improvements, changes, new businesses in downtown Lima. We want to dive into some of the exciting things that are happening. Oh my goodness, Josh. There is so much going on. There are new venues popping up. There are new buildings popping up. There are buildings coming down that needed to come down. We are just seeing a lot of change. Every time we come down here, we are obviously at home for a bit this last year. And every time we've driven back into the office, it seems like there's something new happening. There's Great progress being made on the roads building and on the Mercy Health Resident Education building downtown. There's just been some great things happening. There's infrastructure happening to Main Street that will make things more pedestrian safe and encourage bicycling. When we really look around, we've got new businesses, we've got new restaurants, we've got vibrancy coming to downtown Lima and really creating the place that attracts people from outside of the community and then encourages those of us that live here or were born here to stay. How exciting is that? We have a great comic book store in the Alter Ego. We have the Met. We have 318. As we think about moving into the summer months, as we are outdoors more, wanting to dine more outside, we also have our downtown Lima Farmer's Market that will be coming back to the square here. The Civic Center is hoping to revamp and those programs and shows back up and going. We have a new owner at the Ohio Theater. The Meeting Place has the co-working center and the revamp of the indoor atmosphere of the Meeting Place. So we just have have a lot of movement and a lot of great activity happening downtown right now. And with 2020 really throwing us off our game and prohibiting us from enjoying a lot of the activities, the establishments and the events, we're hoping that 2020 gets us back to a sense of normalcy and we can continue on the revitalization of downtown Lima. So we're going to be talking to three great guests today that are going to put some shine on all of these things that we've been talking about when it comes to downtown Lima. So our first up interview today, we have Sally Windle. She is the executive director of Art Space Lima. Thank you, Sally, for being here with us. Well, thank you for having me. Would you like to tell us to start here a little bit about what Art Space is for those who may not even know that Art Space exists and kind of some things that you are doing in the community to get us started? Thank you for asking that because a lot of people will say I've lived in Lima my whole life and I've never come in the building, but they know where the rallies are. So that's really the front of Art Space. That was our fundraiser. But we're an arts organization, and we have a gallery space for regional, national artists all over. So we have these spread out in the building, which is three floors. But we also offer memberships so that people can come into art space and do more than look at the artwork. We have a room that's a huge studio room, and it's called the EBG room. And that stands for everything but glitter. And there's actually everything in there, art supplies-wise. <laughs> and you can come in and work in that room for any time. Because part of our mission is to promote artists. So you can work, do a card, do printmaking, clay. Anything that we have in there is yours to use for free because there's not many places in Lima that you can do that. Plus, again, it, this is the art center. And then we also have a really nice clay lab that is, it rivals most colleges, and that's another offering that we have. You come in, you take a class, so you know how to use the equipment, and then you can use the clay lab anytime you are around a weekend. But this is something that gives artists that space where they can work and create but it also is good for your mental health. I mean, just having that time where you can sit, be alone with your thoughts, do a little bit of 
art therapy and um, really create and find that sense of accomplishment while developing a skill. And so that's really what we are. We want to promote artists. We have that in the collections that we have. But we also want to start those budding artists that may just have an inkling of this is something they like. So we have classes to introduce them, and then we invite them in anytime. So you're also a member organization, is that correct? Right, and our memberships are really affordable. I mean, a student and a senior is $25 a year. And that's just really to cover some material costs because we have everything that's open to anyone. With that, you get discounts on any of the events that we have or uh, the gift shop. We have a beautiful gift shop with artists' gifts in there that you can't find anyplace else. And how does someone become a member if they chose to do so? It's on our website, and you can go to artspacelima.com, and the list of memberships is there. You can get a family membership. You can also give a gift membership to a student or an adult or family, and then invite them all in. And we have extensions so that grandparents can also be a part of that. Well, easy that, to do. Yeah, it sounds very easy and sounds very affordable. So I think for anyone who may not even know ArtSpace exists, it's a great tool and a great piece of our community to tap into, especially as we get close to summer here with some kids being out of school and needing some meaningful things to do outside of the home. Right. This would probably be a great opportunity for some of our families as well. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you have planned upcoming for 2021. What programs or events are upcoming? Well, you mentioned families and one of our great loves is to reach out to the community and involve as many people as we can. For example, if the Civic Center is having a show, we will then tag on to that theme and have an art activity ahead of time, especially for little kids because they love to either make something and take it to the show or have it as a reminder of the show. So we are going to be also partnering with the Civic Center to do more of those and any event that's downtown. I mean, we had the downtown Lima Days, we had the Valentine's Day special, the St. Patrick's Day, so anything that's going on there. But we have coming this summer something that is going to be really unique, and this is really the first time we've announced it, but the sculpture in the square is called Trinity, and it was by a Cincinnati artist named Stuart Fink. And he's in his 80s now, but we are going to revisit the statue and have a lecture demonstration, and we're actually having Ellen Nelson come back because she was here when all of that happened, and we're having an exhibit with his work, his newest work. And the nice thing is, it's going to be a community effort because we are doing another installation on the square. We're going to do a mosaic, and it's going to be about a 15-foot long mosaic, and it will contain images like he chose when he was doing the sculpture, and then they'll have mirror pieces, so it will mirror the sculpture, and it will reflect that from what the other end of the square. So, And that's going to be for everybody. They can come in and help put that together. They can help plan some of the images. But we want to have a community participation and another piece of public art. How exciting. <laughs> and you said that's going to be happening right in the square as well? Yes. The exhibit will open on June 19th, and that's going to have all of Stewart's work, plus a revisit on a lot of the things that he had done when he was here in 1987. Actually, this is the 35th year of the planning for the sculpture in the square, so we're revisiting that. But then we'll have open studio times for people to come in, work on the mosaic, come in and see the exhibit, and we're going to have some speaker series also. So you get a really good education of what we have, and then you get your ideas to work on the next public sculpture. 
Wow, I think that's going to be a great thing for our community. That's really exciting. And thank you for bringing that here first. We appreciate you have given us a little insight into some things that may not be real public knowledge yet. But you mentioned a lot about collaborations, which I wanted to circle back to because just how important it is for collaborations to happen in downtown Lima to really get things moving, to get things off the ground. We have to work together. We have to see value in what everyone else is doing. And like you said, how you can tie in what you're working on with what's also going on in the downtown community. So what collaborations, what things that are happening downtown really are getting you excited right now as you're seeing kind of some things change downtown? What really gets you excited? I think the ongoing theme of what people are doing to take into that to show that art isn't something that is elite or on the side. It's an actual process of what we most do every day. And we've had collaborations with different groups with our art bags. And we've had Coleman Mental Health Services. We've had the building and construction trades people come in. We built Legos and had Lego sculpture, which ties right in with the building and design with the union. So anytime that there is something that we can show that there is an art value, that it's not extra, you don't give to art space just because it's a nice thing to do, it is an investment in the community because our next job force is going to be creative thinkers. And arts are the authentic voice of creativity. So the more that we can get those wheels spinning for little kids, adults, well, everybody, then the more that we increase that ability for people that are in our community and beyond. That's great. I think that's the perfect response as far as how we can all work together, how we see the future, how our kids are the future, and how we can tap into what's happening downtown, but also make sure that we put that value back into the art and how that will really drive us as we continue to go into the future. We are here with Sally Wendell from Art Space Lima, the executive director, and I would recommend everyone go and check out the EBG room. It's a great place. It's free. You can bring your kids in there. My motto at my house is no glitter, no slime. So this really (laughs) works out. I think that everything but glitter, the EBG is a perfect name for that space because I also love everything but glitter and slime. (laughs) So, So thank you so much for being here today with us and showing us that value of art and how art is so vital to our community and the fact that as we continue to grow and as downtown Lima continues to move forward, we need to value that art community and that art as well. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for having me and allowing Art Space to get their work out there and the community to know. Just remember, folks, Art Space is not just the rally, even though that might be your entry point to <laughs> Art go. Space. There yeah. are so many different things that are happening there. We encourage you to check out what they have upcoming and to consider becoming a member. Our next guest is Sharita Smith, the Chief of Staff for the City of Lima. And we're so excited to have you here with us today, Sharita. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to you as well. So we want to talk about some of the exciting things that the City of Lima has been doing to really help promote growth safety and improve our downtown Lima. And I know that there's a few exciting things that are upcoming. So let's get started. Let's talk about this DORA initiative that I've heard so much about. Can you tell us what that means and what that program looks like? Yes. So the DORA actually stands for Designated Outdoor Refreshment Area. And what the DORA does is it allows communities to establish boundaries where residents and visitors can come to a particular area and go from one business to another business or one alcohol establishment to another alcohol establishment and carry an alcoholic beverage. 
public intoxication laws and other alcohol-related laws still apply, but the open container law does not apply. And so as long as an individual has a Dora cup and that cup was purchased from a patron that is selling those cups, then they can walk around throughout our area with their alcoholic beverage. Other communities have implemented doors and they've been shown to increase traffic with respect to businesses, meaning that more customers would come into retail establishments that allow individuals to come in with the door, as well as increase sales and also traffic in the number of patients for alcohol serving establishments. That sounds like uh, some definite excitement happening in downtown Lyme, and I'm sure that our residents would be very excited to hear to hear that news. But when do we think this might be happening for our community? Is there details around potential dates? Is that going to be this summer, potentially? Yes, we've been at this process, actually, for we started it before COVID. <laughs> um, and part of that process involved various stakeholders, myself, Susan Crowley, the Director of Community Development, Lima Police Chief Kevin Martin, as well as representatives from downtown Lima Inc. went to visit another community in Ohio that had a door. We came back, had public meetings, did some education. In March of this year, we presented a plan to Lima City Council. Um, Lima City Council has now published a notice in the newspaper, which is required for comment. And the legislation for the door is scheduled to be before council no later than April 19th. And so we are excited that the door is coming to our community and we hope to be able to have that sometime late this spring. Yeah, what a great way to encourage folks to come down, visit Lima, and then stop by many of the great establishments that we do have littering downtown Lima. And it sounds like the region for this is going to be quite a large area. Can you explain kind of the the footprint that the Dora will impact? Yes, the Dora will be the Main Street Corridor, the Market Street Corridor, and what's known as the Central Business District. And one of the marketing education pieces that will be available is there will be signs with the boundaries. And so individuals that are participating in the door will be able to know when they are inside the boundaries and they can legally have their alcoholic beverage. In addition, if there is a business, whether it is a alcohol serving business or a non-alcohol serving business, they will have a sticker. The business can decide if they wanna put it in their window or on their door, but it will say this is a door location or if there is a location that does not want to participate, there's also a sticker that says this is not a door location. Well, that's really exciting. I can't wait to uh, visit one of these great restaurants, have a drink, then go down to a concert and uh, carry my drink with me. I I just think that's really a great way to enhance our experience here in downtown Lima. So I I can't wait to see that take place. I agree. Looking forward to just being able to provide this other tool that can be used to bring more people to our downtown. Yes, we completely agree. I think that's great. This is great news. We also have heard some things about the traffic circle downtown here lately. There's been some buzz and there's been some meetings around that downtown traffic circle. What's going on with that? Yes, the city of Lima engineer Kirk Nehemiah went before city council just a couple weeks ago on March the 15th. It was the first public meeting about the proposed plan to change what is known as the traffic circle, you know, in the middle of our downtown that houses our Christmas tree into a true roundabout. This is a project that the engineering department for the city of Lima has studied 
and consulted with the Federal Highway Administration as well as the Ohio Department of Transportation. Uh, And they think that actually the studies have shown that roundabouts go significantly well in improving safety conditions around traffic. Well, that's something that here at Activate, we really support. We're encouraging people to use human-powered transportation whenever possible, to practice healthy behaviors, to walk, bike, and we want them to be safe. So it's very important to us that government uh, entities are taking those necessary steps to protect their citizens and make a a safer environment for everybody. That's really a, a wonderful addition. We're talking to Sharita Smith, the Chief of Staff for the City of Lima, and she's telling us about some of the great improvements that are coming to downtown Lima. Could you also tell us a little bit about the certain marker that was placed downtown Lima that celebrates women's suffrage? What an exciting marker that is to be brought to downtown Lima. Do you want to tell us about that? Last year, the year 2020, uh, marked the 100th anniversary of the passage of the 19th Amendment, which allowed women to vote. And we, we being the city of Lima, in addition to partners with the League of Women Voters, as well as Art Space Lima, Mercy Health St. Rita's, um, and the Lima Women's Leadership Collective, we planned a series of events last year to celebrate and commemorate the 20th anniversary of the passing of the 19th Amendment. But one of the things that is very special and unique about here locally is that we were able to apply to a national foundation called the Pomeroy Foundation to have a historical marker placed downtown signifying that Lima had a significant place with respect to the women's suffrage movement and the passage of the 19th Amendment in the form of a young woman who lived in our community by the name of Bessie Creighton. So in 1914, Bessie Creighton led a march through downtown Lima in support of women's suffrage. And I believe the Lima News reported at that time there were over 1,500 people that attended that march. And so right in the middle of the square in front of the city building, we now have a marker that commemorates Miss Creighton as well as the contributions that she made to the women's suffrage movement. Wow. I really have enjoyed hearing some of these things that we're talking about, the traffic circle, the door project, of course, these markers that are really highlighting some of the great history that we also have here in downtown Lima. As we look forward into the future, what really excites you about being a part of downtown Lima? I think the most exciting thing right now about being a part is that I can actually look out the window of my office and see the growth and I can see the people and the excitement about what's happening right here in our downtown. I was born and raised in Lima, grew up in Lima, and I don't remember the time that our elders talk about when the downtown was flourishing. So it's good to be here to see that come back and be excited about it. But with respect to the future, I'm looking forward to seeing the continued growth. I mean, I know there are lots of plans that are underway. We just had in the newspaper the other day that there's $52 million of investments that are planned or proposed right here in our downtown. And I really see a mixed use, vibrant community that has arts and entertainment, that has housing options, food options, of course. (laughs) You know, and just really making our downtown a destination place and also a place where the energy that has started downtown can grow and spread into our neighborhoods and other parts of our city. How do you think as far as Lima residents and the fact that we all love Lima here, we're we're downtown daily for work and for for play as well. How do you think we should go about as a community continuing to market Lima to those around us, to our family, to our friends, and also those in our region as like, hey, Lima is coming back. We are doing great things. How do you think 
that picture should be presented to the community and to the region. I think that we should continue to spread the good news about Lima being a vibrant, healthy community, a great place to live, raise your family, work, play, recreate, as you described. And I also think that when we hear those negative comments, because they are out there, that we correct them immediately and let people know, you know, Lima's changing, we're evolving, and it is the place to be. Well, amen. I, you know, I think it's important that we all spread that message and we don't let that negative talk about our community override the conversation. I just want to thank you for all the work that you're doing. I encourage anybody listening out there, if you haven't been to downtown Lima in a bit, come back down, see what we're talking about, because you will be amazed at the progress, the changes, and we're blessed to see what's coming up. So Sharita, we want to thank you for your time today. Thank you for the work that you're doing and encourage everyone to come to downtown Lima. Well, Josh and Kayla, thanks for having me and for all the great work you all do with Activate Allen County. All right. We are here with Activate Your Health talking about downtown Lima today. Our next guest is Tracy Sanchez, the owner and president of Lima Palette Company here in downtown Lima. Tracy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So Tracy, you wear a lot of hats in the community. You not only own a business, but you also do many other things. Can you give us a little rundown of some of the things you're working on and all the hats that you wear here in the community? Sure, I'd be happy to. Just to talk a little bit about downtown Lima, one of the biggest projects that we see happening and it's on the move right now is the big amphitheater that will be downtown Lima between Elm Street, Spring Street, the back of Main Street, and Union Street. That project started with Rich Rudolph, and it was my year of Rotary president in 2017-2018. That whole project kind of sparked my interest in downtown Lima and what could we do besides the big amphitheater that's well on its way. Uh, we got It's almost fully funded. I think we're only about $50,000 shy of a fully funded project. And that timeline, I'll start seeing shovels in the ground Later this summer, will be completed by spring of 2022, next spring. But with that came my interest in what else could we do to rejuvenate or restore that part of downtown Lima. That was kind of a depressed area, not a whole lot of activity happening on that side of Market Street. It really sparked my interest in that whole area. There was a bunch of old buildings. It just needs cleaned up. What could we do? So I had the opportunity to purchase the city block from Elm Street to Spring Street, right on Central Avenue, so it backs up right to the railroad tracks right there by the underpass. And I partnered with Jerome O'Neill. My vision for downtown in that area was always, if we're going to have a beautiful amphitheater, we have to have other things that people feel safe, that people want to come downtown, things for people to do. I kind of had this vision of what we wanted to do in, in, in that area, I had the opportunity to purchase that block from Esther and Chester Carey. They wanted to remove those once they knew the amphitheater was going on because some of the property we bought for the amphitheater was from them. So they knew what our goal as Rotary was. From there with Jerome, the vision became kind of what I do here at Lima Pellet now. It's trying to lift my employees, a lot of we're a second chance employer, so a lot of times we hire people and it's building lives, it's make good citizens out of them, move them forward. I don't expect people to retire from here, but it's, it's teaching job skills. Well, I wanted to take that on a bigger level. I thought, you know, what if we could do this not only in just my small company, but do it community-wide? What can we do for the whole community? So Jerome and I partnered up. Jerome kind of had the same vision that I did. 
And we started brainstorming with a lot of the community leaders and, you know, what could we do to bring the downtown Lima? What could we do to complement the amphitheater? And we had this big section of ground that we started working on, and we knew that we needed housing. We needed more upscale housing. We had Road State going in with their college, which was a great asset to downtown. You figure that's going to bring two, three, maybe even 4,000 kids downtown or adults, young adults. I guess they're not kids, but young mm-hmm. adults downtown for their, their medical school. We had St. Reed's Teaching Hospital, which is going to bring a, a great number of community people to our community. So we wanted to complement that, and we wanted to say, okay, we have a beautiful amphitheater going downtown, which started out as a small project, and now that has grown huge. It will accommodate the Lima Symphony Orchestra and the Lima Concert Band and all kinds of festivals and concerts and things and plays, all, all kinds of things downtown. We needed to do something to complement that. So to start the project, on the very corner of Elm Street and Central, there's a big grassy area there, and we have worked out at MOU with the city of Lima now, and that is all done, that there will be an actual dog park going in. That is a go. We've got a whole crew working on that dog park, something that we felt downtown, once again, Lima needed. A dog park is something that is just needed to be in the downtown area. So we're really excited about that. That's a go. It's already in the process of architectural drawings and getting all of that happening with the city. The big metal building is going to be a makerspace building, and we're really excited about this building when we call it the makerspace. We have actually joined forces with Apollo School and Lima City School. Tara Shepard from Apollo is our executive director of that group. Jill Ackerman is highly involved. We've got the trades. It'll bring all four to five unions together in one building. And what the Makerspace building is, is kind of a upskill, reskill. It'll have some teaching. It'll have some engineering, all kinds of opportunity for whether it's someone out of high school, whether it's someone that doesn't want to go to college, whether it's a person in their 20s and 30s that just wants to learn a new skill. They can go into this building and it will have all kinds of opportunities for things to happen inside, ways to learn. And not only that, it's also for the hobbyists. So it could be someone that there's going to be a woodworking shop and a metal shop. If they wanted to come in and use a 3D printer, if they wanted to come in and use a workbench with all the different tools, maybe a CNC machine or a sander or something that they may not have in their garage, it could be the 50, 60, 70, 80-year-old person that wants to come in and refinish a chair or a bench. They could actually run a booth for a week, a month, a day. It doesn't matter. We're going to have those kind of opportunities in this building, too. So it's really a cool building that we're hoping to upskill and bring a lot of opportunity for downtown Lima. So the next building over to the north is the three-story building. And if anybody's gone by there, it's already got all new glass put in it. We're waiting for the doors to come in now. That building, I think most of the plans are up to the city department, waiting on the approval for our permit. That building will be under construction here probably within the next 30 to 60 days. I think they're trying to get all the construction crews on there by May. That building will be crazy, all full force. It's kind of a multi-purpose building. So there will be a restaurant, bar going in the back of that building. There's a coffee shop, chocolate shop going in on the bottom floor. There's a bookstore. There's a bakery possibly a retail clothing store. The second floor is more office spaces. Most everything in this building is pretty well leased out. I might have a few small areas that may be left in this building. And then the third floor is more high-end office, and and I think we're almost 
to a contract or a lease signing with that tenant also that's going to occupy most of the third floor. So that building is just about fully occupied. So we're really, really excited to work with all these tenants. Once again, it's a place where people can hang out. It's going to have this really cool courtyard with fire pits and a big screen TV and a lot of things for the community just to be able to hang out and do during the day. And then the very last building to the north of that also is the 201 building, and that is where there's going to be some upscale flat housing that will be going in there. There's a really cool breakfast bar that's going into that area that's already signed a lease, so we're all set with that building, too. All of this construction along that whole Central Avenue will be happening this summer. We are on the move with this with the utility company, and the city of Lima is all on board. So we're really, really excited about all the great things that that this one little corridor is going to have for downtown Lima. Well, it's amazing sounding. <laughs> There's a lot going on from makerspace to dog park to retail to apartments. How exciting. And I just can't wait to see that area transformed. If you've driven past recently, you'll see the changes that have been made. You'll see a lot of the windows going in the buildings. Hey, Tracy, if someone is excited about this project, wants to keep up to date on everything that's going on at the Central Business District, how can they stay up to date with everything that's happening down there and be ready to go and enjoy it once it is open? We're just getting ready to launch a website, and actually Frank Cage is working on this for us. They are putting together a website that will have updates from the very beginning, so it's actually going to take people through the construction phase. He will start advertising for a lot of these leases that have been signed. We're going to do a few special events we're hoping this summer, but it really just depends on the construction that is going on. Just to introduce a lot of the community, because I think there's five new businesses that aren't even in Lima now they're actually coming into this building. So we're really, really excited, you know, about the uh, tenants. I think we're going to do a tenant signing party, almost like you do for college. The tenants are just so excited to be able to bring these new businesses to downtown Lima. So more to come on that. But I think we've got a lot going on down there that'll be really, really cool. Tracy, I think the tenant signing party is a fantastic idea. (laughs) And it's great for even me as I'm hearing some of this for the first time. We've heard bits and pieces along the way here, but hearing how this is all coming together and how quickly you were able to get tenants and these leases signed, it really just is a testament to the number of businesses and people and organizations who want to invest in downtown Lima and who want to be here. I think that's just great. We really appreciate all your great work. When we look into the vision here for Lima as we move forward, the next, you know, you talked about the spring of 2022 with the amphitheater and, of course, the construction happening this summer on that central district. When you think about five, seven years from now, how do you envision downtown Lima? I think it's just really, really important that we all band together with what that vision is. And what I see is downtown Lima is coming back to life. We're really working with the city administration now about the streets, the sidewalks, the curbs, lighting. How cool would it be if we were like some of the little cities that have the music that plays downtown? And what we're working on is from Elm Street all the way up to where Rob Nelson's putting his new brewery up there by uh, North Street. And if we could have all the lighting the same, you know, the city's lit up, we have music playing at Christmas time or even during the day. How vibrant that would be. The Dora, I mean, you were at the last stages, you know, our door is going to be passed for the downtown open container where you can be able to walk from place to place downtown. And then we're, we're really working on the entertainment district, too. So I, I really look for Lima 
become more of the entertainment district. You bring more restaurants downtown, retail downtown. The old school of the malls, the big malls, box stores, you really see that dying out now. So what I envision downtown is when we bring this retail, these smaller boutiques, these smaller stores, more of a hometown feeling. You have the amphitheater, we're bringing in big concerts, and we have the central district that we're building. When I look at what John Hasey's doing, he's on the other side of the amphitheater with the Cullen building and, and all the things that he's bringing in, too. And we've got Rob Nelson with the brewery, and that's just the beginning. These are just the roots of people that have already been here. But can you imagine of all the outside people that we're going to attract and people that will want to come, maybe from Columbus, or whether it's just Walpock or Van Wert or all the surrounding areas, and we start pulling in from Dayton. So what opportunities do that give for jobs, people wanting to live here? My goal, and I think a lot of the people in downtown Lima have always been, how can we retain people with a teaching hospital? How do we get these docs, once they're taught at St. Rita's, want to stay. And a lot of that has to do with people want things to do, you know, whether it's college students wanting them to come back, they go to college and want them to come back to Lima, but we have to have things for them to do. So if we can make downtown Lima vibrant and exciting and happening and people can walk from place to place to place and shop and it feels safe, those are all the things that we're working on. And that's what I envision between now and the next five to seven years. Well, thanks, Tracy. I think the vision you've laid out for us is something that we can all get behind and having a vibrant, active downtown with lots of fun things to do and opportunities for all is exciting. We've been talking to Tracy Sanchez, the president of the Lima Palette Company here in Lima, and we want to thank you for your time and insights, Tracy. We look forward to see all these projects come to fruition. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I'm happy to share. Hopefully, we'll have an update here in about the next six to eight months. All right. Well, we'll be looking for that and we'll be looking for that website. So thanks. And we'll talk to you soon, Tracy. Perfect. Thank you. Geez, Kayla, there is a lot of things coming to downtown Lima. I'm overwhelmed with some of the prospects of what our community is going to look like and uh, how exciting this is going to be. Yeah, I think if you've been in Lima for any period of time and have seen some of the ups and downs that Lima has gone through throughout the years, I think you can be nothing but excited by hearing some of that info that we've had from all of our guests today of just the power and the excitement that people are bringing together around these issues of wanting to have entertainment, wanting to have housing, wanting to have some things of real value here in our downtown community. I really think that if you don't get excited about that, then I don't know what I can do for you because that's just some great things that are happening. And I don't see how you can't get behind really loving where you live when we are going to be offering these things to our community. You know, and downtown Lima is more than just entertainment, restaurants, bars. Those are great things. But we also have so many salons, clothing retail stores, We have an amazing comic book store. We have nonprofits up and down downtown Lima that have so much to give back. There was a group of visionaries back in the 90s that saw downtown Lima as a place to invest in and save. And so even back to when the Lima YMCA was established, you know, there was a core group of people that really believed in downtown Lima. And it's great to see all that hard work, all that vision really paying off as we see our downtown become the place that we want it to be. And like we've said before, a place that our kids have a safe place to grow, develop, but then also want to raise their own families and stay here and and to stop some of that brain drain that we've been facing over the past few years. And we know that not everybody is feeling great, 
And so we want to encourage everyone, if you have been struggling out there, please call the crisis line at 1-800-567-HOPE. That's 1-800-567-4673, or you can text 741741. We are now at the point where we want to talk about things that are happening coming up soon. We have an event in April. April 9th is our drive-through spring distribution day, giving away a lot of great activity items for our families, also giving away some food items. So we hope that you can all mark April 9th on your calendar. We will be out at Safi, which is located right off of West Market Street between the library and St. Rita's. It'll be a drive-through event for the health and safety of our residents. But we also know the spring air is upon us and a little bit more warmer weather. And we want to have some opportunity for our kids and our families to have the equipment that they need in order to get out safely. So we'll be providing some sidewalk chalk, some bubbles, some hula hoops, some skip bows, frisbees, all those great things to kind of jumpstart your spring and summer. We will also have some visits from the Browns mascot, Chomps, and also our very own Lima mascot, Beanie, will be on hand for that event. So we really hope that you join us from three to six on April 9th. That's a Friday. We also have an event on Facebook. So if you want more information about that, please hop on to Activate Allen County's Facebook page and say that you'll be joining us that day. And like Kayla mentioned, the weather is turning around finally. So we're encouraging you to get outside, connect with our local parks. We have some great park offerings here locally, be it in the city of Lima and then Johnny Appleseed Metro Park District provides so many opportunities from archery to disc golf to hiking to bird watching. There's so many things that you can do at the Johnny Appleseed Metro Parks. Another favorite activity of mine that Kayla and I were recently talking about is geocaching. If you have a phone, you can download an app and go treasure hunting. And who doesn't like to go treasure hunting? Any youngster I've ever talked to loves to go out and hunt for some treasure. All you need is a phone. That's right. And some pants and some quality shoes to hike through the woods. So we'd encourage you to get out, connect with nature, absorb some of that vitamin D because it's so important to our physical and our mental health, which leads into a preview of next month's episode. where We're going to be diving into behavior and mental health. So we're going to talk about what is mental health, what we can do to improve our own behavioral and mental health, and where we can go to find the resources and assistance to make sure that we stay as healthy as possible. So until next time, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Have a great day.